0: Good morning and welcome to today's show. Just sit back, get yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you drink and relax because for the next hour we're going to hear about some of the best Los Angeles area restaurants, uh, little kind of small restaurants and places that you might want to come if you live in town and you've never heard of them or if you're coming to town and you want to
1: check these out. And You
0: can get a hold of everybody that you're going to hear about on today's show through our website, at openhouseradio.info, and you can always call us anytime, and we'll give you an update on, and check that out on the web. You can link to all their websites. Today, we're going to hear from uh, Vic at Colombo's Italian Restaurant. We're going to hear from Leo and talk to him about Bulgarini yogurt and uh, not yogurt, gelato, I should say. It's really, really good stuff. Um, we're going to talk to Conrad over at El Nepal, one of my very favorite restaurants uh, in L.A. for over 25 years, and Rahilio at La Abeja, which is also another one of my favorite Mexican places, uh, if you're out in the Silver Lake area or Highland Park, actually. And we're going to talk with Downbeat Cafe owner. And we're also going to talk later in the show to uh, Downbeat Cafe owners, is, is Caesar by the way. And we're going to talk later in the show, if you hang out, uh, in celebration of the 420s, uh, passing that just happened yesterday here in los angeles we're going to talk to gene and yuri from the hummingbird collective if we have enough time today so stay tuned for that that'll be on today and uh like i said get yourself a cup of coffee whatever it is you're drinking and we will be right back with some great interviews and talking about some awesome food right here on open house radio Alright, welcome to Open House Radio, and we are here at Colombo's Italian Restaurant and Steakhouse with Vic Perino, the owner, and uh, good morning. How are you, Vic?
2: I'm doing great.
0: Good, good. Thanks for having us here this uh, this morning, and tell us, we you've been in this location for a very long time. Tell us where we are right now.
2: Right now, we're in Eagle Rock on Colorado Boulevard. Been here, will be 28 years in August, and before that we were 30 years downtown on 8th and Figueroa. 8th and Figueroa. Wow, that's right
0: across from the pantry, isn't it? One block from the pantry restaurant.
2: Right up the street.
0: And now the, the Staples Center and all those uh, great places. Wow. And then now uh, you're in one of the, the greatest uh, parts, of my favorite parts of town anyway, Eagle Rock. And this has uh, got some of the best restaurants. We've been talking about them on our show last week, this week, uh, in the whole city. And uh, you've been around, as you said, for like 50 years, correct?
2: Well, it'll be 58 in August.
0: Wow. And your father started the restaurant?
2: No, actually, it was my uncle and my aunt.
0: And um, what were their names?
2: Uh, Sam and Ann Colombo.
0: And tell us uh, something about this place. Tell us a little about the food. And, I mean, I'm, looking, I'm sitting here in the back room. I've got pictures of some very good, uh, I've got Frank Zappa looking down at me, some other wonderful Italian-Americans, Frank Sinatra. And uh, it's just wonderful uh, atmosphere here. you got some really nice uh, room in the back where you can sit and relax and have some nice dinner. Uh, tell us about some of the food.
2: Well, the Italian recipes are all my uncles going back to 1954. We try to maintain the traditions that he established. And beyond that, we have uh, fresh seafood always. We, the chef creates, you know, five to eight different specials every day. Um, and, you know, people just enjoy the, the, the food and the ambiance.
0: Yeah, it really is great in here. It's uh, quiet and relaxing. And t- I've been here many times. And uh, you know, that's what we're here to talk about on this segment of the show: is the best of the best of the best. And uh, really, there's not that many. LA is a huge place, and you would expect that there would be more places like this. But really, there there are a handful in each area. You can, I mean, I know you you know a lot of great restaurants, um, as do I. But I mean, think about it. We've got like millions, 13 million people spread around this city, and uh, not many places uh, are, have been around for over 50 years and been able to make it and last uh, like you guys have.
2: Well, it's been a tough road for any, any restaurant our size, a little smaller, a lot bigger. Uh, you can look at all the, the devastation through the industry with the uh, economy the way it's been for the last two years, and because we're a neighborhood place, a place that people would like to have right around the corner from them, Uh, we're doing well because we have our loyal clients, and they're really friends.
0: Yeah, that's true, and that's really what uh, a lot of the restaurants that we talk to, the owners uh, rely on the locals and the people that know the restaurant, and I like to try to show other people who are coming to town uh, things that they don't know and, you know, point out these kind of places, and this is one of them. Um, You know, we we talked a couple of the places, uh, Dodgers uh, just got, Purchased and now I think there's going to be renewed interest in uh, Dodgers and, and going to the games. Hopefully, you guys aren't very far actually from Dodgers Stadium, and this wouldn't be a bad place to come, uh, you know, before or after a game for uh, for dinner and drinks. You know, that's my thought.
2: Well, I was uh, here both before and after opening day. It was a great game and it was a great time, and I brought friends back with me. We saw the game and uh, had dinner together and talked about the game and a lot of different things. So. Yeah, it's a great place to start or finish.
0: Yeah, and it's only a few minutes down the road. I mean, it's literally like a hop, skip, and a five-minute ride from Dodger Stadium, right? That's it. Yeah. So it's, it's locally, uh, you know, accessible. And uh, believe me, I'd much rather come here than uh, stop at any kind of a you know cheesy chain restaurant or fast food you know i mean come on bring your kids bring your family come down and have a nice uh, cocktail get some nice ambiance going on no problem with the parking and uh, hang out at one of LA's best Italian and steak restaurants so if somebody's going to come in here what would you would recommend they uh, order like g- give us a couple of uh, a sp- you mentioned specialty dishes give us a couple ideas seafood or steak what's what's the best uh, choices on the menu here
2: well, I think the most popular chicken dish is uh, my uncle's recipe for chicken parmesan. Uh, his lasagna recipe, which uh, is served and plated, and you won't see it anywhere like that. It's a lot different than most people expect when it comes to lasagna. Uh, we have a uh, fresh salmon, uh, a la Cisclion, which is um, really very popular and is you know, served with uh, spaghetti or linguine on the side. Um, our steaks—they're uh, all choice. We have filets, we have New Yorks, we have ribeyes, uh, top sirloin. Um, so we go the basically whole route. Friday and Saturdays we have prime rib, and on Friday and Saturdays is prime rib night, and we basically sell out by the end of the night. Um, so that's kind of it. And of course, pasta dishes and ravioli, and I mean pizza and stuff like that. We also have an extensive bar menu where people can just have something light, finger food if you wish, or a hamburger or something like that. Um, one of the things we didn't talk about yet is the fact that we serve breakfast seven days a week from 8 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon.
0: What, what kind of things you got on the breakfast menu? Because that sounds pretty good, too. I mean, but basically everything you mentioned sounds amazing. And now my mouth's watering for a filet, so I'm going to have to come here. And then, uh, of course, prime rib. I love prime rib, too. I, I'm a meat eater. I'm a carnivore by, by trade. So uh, go ahead. Tell us about breakfast a little.
2: Well, breakfast is pretty traditional. you got your omelets, your steak and eggs, your steak and Italian sausage, uh, Scrambled any way you want them. I mean, you want pancakes, uh, you want a Belgian waffle, you know, nothing fancy, just good, wholesome.
0: I want it all, man. I want it all.
2: You can have it. The other thing we didn't uh, talk about is the fact that we have live entertainment seven nights a week. Uh, Most of it's jazz-flavored. Each night's a little different performer. On Friday and Saturday nights, we do what I call a second venue. We have another group come in after 9 o'clock. And we stay late, so the music changes up, and we get a little bit more upbeat, and um, it's kind of nice. That's
0: great. And, you know, um, you mentioned that's, the, once again, reason this place is one of my favorite kind of places is, um, you know, we combine all these things and you know, music, great food. Great atmosphere, and it makes for a really good. You know, you can come spend your whole day here, breakfast and hang out, have a have a dinner, and then stay for the entertainment at night. It's always good, and, and a drink too. You know, and go for it all. Um, you know, it's a little early in the morning. You know, for the uh, cocktail yet. So, uh, in the meantime, um, you know, you mentioned breakfast, and I just wanted to hit on one quick uh, story before we leave. The uh, my one of my idols in the uh, both. Uh, TV broadcasting industry and uh, of course in life was uh, Jack LaLanne and he was a very obviously for anyone under the age of uh, probably 25 you might not know who he is but you know anybody over that age we all know he was the father of the uh, fitness uh, phase the craze that started weightlifting and all that years ago And, and all the gym phase and all that stuff started with him and I interviewed him uh, years ago. I was lucky enough to have him as an interview subject and got to talk to him. And he was a wonderful guy, and he gave me a lot of really good pointers about health and nutrition and such. And I remember watching, uh, prior to that interview, his first week of shows, which were broadcast, I think it was at his 85th or 90th birthday uh, celebration. They, KCET, put on a whole week of his shows. And in the very, very first show that he ever had, uh, very first one, he had a card table set up. He had his, uh, I don't know if he had the dog there yet. I don't think he had the dog. But he had the card table set up, and he had a bowl. And he said, this is what most people put in their mouth every morning when they, in their stomach when they wake up and he took a donut and he crumpled it up into the bowl and then he took a cup of coffee and he poured it into the bowl and then he took some cigarettes and he crumpled them up and he put them in the bowl and he goes this is what most people start their day off every day with as their breakfast and what they put in their stomach and he said but this is what you should be doing and he brought out uh, you know eggs and milk and juice and meat and meat was definitely a part of the breakfast you know he brought out a steak Uh, hamburger, and, you know, he said, this is what you need to be eating, and, you know, it it was very visual, and it was very rudimentary, because it was just like a card table, and it didn't really look like a hell of a lot of uh, props or anything, but the message was clear, and, you know, that's why that guy was a visionary, uh, because he was able to come up with those kind of things, even back in the 50s, uh, the very first show he ever did, and it was a very... uh, iconoclastic-type show, and it was a great uh, great thing. So if you want to come get a breakfast that Jack O'Lane recommends and you want to come eat right and get some damn good meat, uh, come on down here to uh, Colombo's Italian Steakhouse and Restaurant. Uh, and go ahead, Vic, give us the address one more time. Tell us exactly where it's located and how to get a hold of you.
2: Okay, it's located uh on 1833 Colorado Boulevard. You can call 323 254 9138 for reservations. Definitely recommend it on Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, as we said, we're open from 8 in the morning till closing. Uh, don't change menus at any time. Uh, and we're in the northeast corner of Los Angeles, nestled right between Glendale and Pasadena. All right. Thank, thank you me. so much for
0: being, uh, being on the show today. Appreciate
2: it. No, you're welcome. Glad to be here. Thanks, man.
0: All right, welcome to Open House Radio. My name is Howard Cohen, and we are here with Leo Bulgarini with Bulgarini Tea Forest in Culver City, one of my favorite towns, I might add. Good morning, Leo.
1: Morning. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: Wonderful. Just finished making gnocchi. It was. Uh, you tell me how it was because I gave you a plate too. It was good, huh?
0: Man, it was so good. It was like, tell, tell everybody what what that is exactly. To me, it tasted a bit, and forgive my uh, my uh, naivete, is uh, a little bit like fettuccine uh, sauce, but it was better, really better.
1: Well, gnocchi's made with uh, your basic um, and, uh, yellow potato, and then you have a little bit of Italian flour on top of that. Maybe a couple eggs on there, and you're done. And all you do is just roll that thing together. You have to cook up the potatoes, make them nice and soft roll them all together and slice them and throw them in the water, you're done. Put a little Parmesan cheese, you're done.
0: Now, when I walked in here uh, to talk to you today, you were, like, into your uh, wrists in this stuff. You were, like, you know, kneading it up and everything. Uh, it, it, you make it right fresh from, from the scratch, right?
1: Absolutely. you got to make it from scratch so, you know, you get to taste the freshness of it, of everything. And Plus, you got about 1,000 people walking in at the same time when uh, you're doing all of that, so. Um, all right, so
0: so I said fettuccine, but what I meant was Alfredo sauce.
1: Alfredo sauce is because you're, you're normally Alfredo sauce here in the States would be your cream, a little bit of parmigiano. In this case, it was just good old butter and parmigiano cheese, tiny little bit of rock salt, and you're done.
0: It was so good, and the rock salt really added a lot of uh, flavor to it. Little crunch in there, and it was super delicious. I got to say, it was it was the freshest uh, tasting. It wasn't even pasta, but it tasted like pasta in a way. But it was it was better. It was just even t- more tender than than the, the best pasta. It was amazing.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it was nice. The uh, the gnocchi is very tender. It's supposed to be tender. You cook the potatoes and make it very soft. You Use a little bit of flour, but it's less flour than the pasta, so it tends to be even softer.
0: Yeah, now, you're over here on Washington Boulevard in Culver City, 8686 Washington, right? And you're near uh, the the historic district across from the Helms Bakery, the old Helms Bakery in Culver City, right? And I should mention that I grew up in Culver City, as a matter of fact, as a kid, and uh, had a couple of uh, friends and relatives that were actually the mayor of this town from one point or another, so I'm very familiar with Culver City and its history and all that, and uh, anybody who comes, this is actually the heart of Filmland,
1: isn't it? It is. You got Sony Studios right behind us, and it's a huge um, a huge place for business. So you obviously have to tap into that one. It's um, you got to be able to get in there. A good way to do it is Chamber of Commerce, I guess. Uh, so.
0: Yeah, the Culver City Chamber, as a matter of fact, I've been a member before. My dad's a member right now, and uh, past president, as a matter of fact. Yeah, you'll probably get
1: to meet him. Yeah. I definitely want to meet your dad. If you give me his name, I'll definitely uh, bring some gelato. Yeah.
0: There you go, yeah, he'll he'll appreciate that. Yeah, he goes on a donut run every morning, so it'd be better to do something with the with better than that. So um yeah, but the uh the the chamber is a great way to meet people and this area in particular is very small and eclectic and yet uh it's got, like I said, one of the biggest commerce uh bases because of the studios and things that are you know, MGM Studios was here, which is now Sony, right? And it's just right on the corner right here. So um tell us how you've only owned this place a little while
1: now, right? Yes, I've been here for about five months, almost now, and um, took over a pre-existing business. This was a coffee place called Tea Forest. I am, uh, I guess, well-known for making gelato. I source my products from all over the world, and I travel there to get the, these products, and that's why it's so good. I'm trying to get the people to know that this is where I'm at also right now, aside from being in Altadena. And uh, I think it's going to be pretty good in the summertime, you know, where you have a lot of people walking by and you're going to want something cold. And yeah,
0: no, it gets hot out here. Believe me, if you're from uh, we get a lot of listeners from all over the country, and, you know, maybe they don't know Culver City. It's right down by the, you know, south of uh, L.A., just north of the airport here. And it gets pretty warm, even though it's near the coast. But uh, So this would be a great place. Now, the gelato is really, really good, too. T- tell us a little more about the gelato, because... L.A. is not known for having good gelato at all. As a matter of fact, I've never found any decent except for the stuff I just tried here. And So tell us a little about that for a sec. Yes,
1: yeah, so the gelato, the way I got into it is I wanted to do something from scratch, fresh. You have to use fresh ingredients. You have to source your ingredients, and that's really where your uh, expertise comes in as a chef doing this uh, for gelato. Most everybody does use as products that are pretty good but they're not made from scratch therefore everything pretty much tastes the same you don't have 20 different types of gelatos and all of them taste completely different from one another it's all one bag with a different flavoring so this is the big difference so you you could kind of compare it to there's nothing wrong with going to IKEA and buying a piece of furniture, but you know, then three years you're gonna throw it in the trash. Um, that's fine. It's uh, it's whatever you want. And, you know, if you want something good, you're gonna to have to have it made. It's gonna cost you a little bit more money. That's the way it is. So.
0: Yeah. Now it's a distinct difference, and you know, like uh, a lot of the gelato I've tried before, it tastes kind of like frozen. Popsicles crushed up or something, and yours was really creamy and it, it had a very different consistency. And the chocolate, I, I what was the thing that uh, that Leon made me there? It was it was chocolate and vanilla with what cappuccino over the top?
1: Uh, chocolate vanilla with a little bit of espresso on top. So you call it an affogato in Italian, which means basically drowned inside the espresso.
0: Say again, affogato?
1: Affogato.
0: Sounds like forget about it or something.
1: Exactly. It almost sounds like forget about it. You know, so this gelato is very important to say. There's no cream in this. So it's much lighter than all your normal ice cream that is out there that's just extremely heavy. So when you're eating this, it feels like you're eating something creamy, but it isn't in reality. It's just the way you work it artisanally and everything, and it's the way you work it together, all, all the base together that makes it so lovely and so creamy, you know?
0: Now, Leo, you're a real chef, I've I got to say. I mean, I've seen you now cooking with, like I said, your wrists up to the, uh, you know, into the butter and the, the flour and all that, and you uh, you pass the test on the food, of course. It's really, really good. So I'm going to recommend anybody, uh, we're going to probably do a review up here on the website. Uh, you can always catch uh, all of our sponsors and find out about all the reviews and restaurants that we have on our website at openhouseradio.info. And you can link through uh, there to Leo's uh, Place. And you could also uh, link through the radio station at Indy 104 here anytime any time to any of the, the sponsors that we have on the show. Uh, one more time, Leo, give us your, uh, your address, how to reach you. And do you do catering? Because that's something – you haven't you you uh, got into the catering part of it yet or anything?
1: Sure. We started – we're also going to get a little bit more involved into that, especially having food that we can carry like pasta or something like that. It'll give it an extra push. But we do catering. We go out with carts – we cater the gelato to studios like Sony Studios or Universal Studios. We've done that many times in the past. So if you do need, uh, if you do any catering or if you want to have any catering for gelato, just, uh, you can at the com and you can just find us there. Definitely can give us a call and we can help you out.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's great. And uh, that, I would recommend, you know, that is a great dessert, you know, that, party party for uh, gelato uh, dessert, it's great, you know, and you've got all kinds of other great food here too, so I'm going to recommend anybody come on down here, it's right at Washington and Helms, across uh, from the Helms Bakery in Culver City, it's Leo's, for- one more time, I want to make sure I get the name exactly right, and you should probably spell your last name just so anybody can get it for us,
1: Bulgarini, it's B-U-L-G-A-R-I-N-I. Sorry, it's a little hard, but not really that hard. If you look at Bulgari, which is the jeweler, you just add the N-I at the end, so you're okay. There you
0: go. That makes sense. All right, well, I want to thank you for being on the show today and look forward to uh, trying some more of your great food, as always.
1: Thank you you so much for having me. It was nice for you to come down. That's nice. Thank you. No problem, man. Thanks. Cowboy.
3: Cowboy.
0: All right, Uh, welcome to Open House. We are here with Cesar Diaz. Um, He is the owner of the Downbeat Cafe, and if you're from L.A., if you've read, I guess, the L.A. Weekly or any of those papers that's listed, you've seen the Downbeat Cafe and around, and Cesar, good morning.
3: Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm excellent. And yourself? Just fine. Good. We are... Caesar just bought the Downbeat Cafe with his brother, Sergio. How long have you guys owned this place now?
3: We've owned it now a little over two months now.
0: And how is that going?
3: It's been going well. I mean, we've been you know spending the time just kind of talking to the existing customers of the place and also getting to understand a little bit better the neighborhood here. Um,
0: That's good. In the neighborhood here, uh, we've been talking last week, uh, we spoke of uh, Silver Lake area, and uh, we're kind of nearby there now. And tell us where we are uh, right now. Give, Give us the address and the cross streets, please.
3: Okay. We are at 1202 North Alvarado Street, just north of Sunset Boulevard in the wonderful neighborhood of Echo Park.
0: Nice. And the Dodgers, this opening day was yesterday, wasn't it, in the stadium right here?
3: Yes, it was. It was uh, definitely packed streets, and people were very excited to have new ownership at Dodger Stadium. So, you know, Magic's in the house over there, and we're hoping that we can, you know, that rubs up on us a little bit. So,
0: Yeah, I think you ought to get in on that action. That's good. It's the Dodgers are uh, are going to be cool again for hopefully right now. And Magic, of course, is exciting to have him as one of the owners. I, I love that. Being an L.A. resident my whole life, of course, you know, and you as well, right?
3: Yes, uh, born and raised here, a native Angelino, so uh, I was born in uh, Venice neighborhood and still live out there, but I actually came across Echo Park years ago before we even looked at this place um, when I worked at Dodger Stadium, so that's how my first time around was in Echo Park when I was working at Dodger Stadium.
0: Cool. Now, tell us about uh, the cafe here, what you're doing to it. I know you picked it up. I had actually been here before you owned it, and uh, it's been here a little while, and it's actually one of the places we like to feature on the segment, the Travel Bum Diary segment, is because it's, um, as I look around here, I see all the people on their laptops relaxing, eating, and drinking, and the espresso, which I have just, you could probably tell, had one cup, uh, and it's awesome and i want some more so i'm going to have another cup and then i'm going to really be talking quickly i think but in the meantime uh this is a very eclectic kind of place and uh it's really cool um looking and makes got a good atmosphere i really uh, like what you guys are doing to it and and uh, uh tell us what you're going to think about doing uh, more beyond this you said some some improvements or or uh things that the customers like right
3: Right, absolutely. So we are very fortunate that we came across a place that's been here approximately about 10 years with a four set of owners, and we definitely inherited a rich culture. Um, we still have a jazz night every Wednesday night that we inherited. It's a band called the Downbeats. the name after the place, and they play every Wednesday night. So that's something that we want to keep going here. Um, we're, you know, one of the things we're actually well known for that someone prior to us actually established was a peanut butter cookie sandwiches, which are famous. Um, well-known. Uh, we were just rated by Consuming L.A. Blog as one of the top best 14 peanut butter treats in L.A., so um, definitely check out the peanut butter tree if you come by here. But I think being the downbeat Cafe in Echo Park, um, you know, it's a place where we have writers coming in, people, graphic designers, folks that need to do some work away from home. Um, so it's very exciting to be in this neighborhood and to be able to serve everybody's needs.
0: That's cool, man. I like that. And, you know, I love peanut butter. So, uh Hopefully we'll put a review of that on the uh, website as well, which, you know, we're doing reviews. And, you know, the, the great thing about these segments is every single place we go has got different unique items and things about them. That's why we're doing uh, you and featuring all these places on the show, and it's it's cool. So if you ever come to L.A., uh, you're going to have to get some coffee uh, or some peanut butter treats here at uh, at the Downbeat Cafe, and maybe on Wednesday night, which is a good night, come down for the band and check that out, too. It's really good. The food is great. Everything about this place is really nice. So uh, give us one more time where it's located, how far from Dodger Stadium. Maybe maybe if they're coming down to a Dodger game or going downtown, they want to stop by here uh, beforehand or after or something like that.
3: Absolutely. Once again, we're located at 122 North Colorado Street, just north of Sunset Boulevard, and we're minutes away from... Dodger Stadium. So if you're wearing your Dodger blue, please come on by and you know get a shot of the espresso to keep you going for all nine innings. So we hope you you know to see you here soon. Yeah. The,
0: now you could take some food to go, right?
3: Absolutely. Come by. We have we make some great sandwiches, turkey and avocado, um, and other things like that. We have great baked goods that we actually get from a local baker, Homeboy Bakery, which has a good story behind it. So we're proud to be carrying their goods here and, and helping their mission as well.
0: Yeah, that's good. They're a, they're a really good company and. Um, you know that's a good idea actually because you know i'm a i'm a dodger dog lover of course but you know hell at 5 bucks a pop i i wouldn't mind uh you know bringing some nice sandwiches to uh to the stadium with me sometimes which i do as well
3: Absolutely, you know come by early enough you know especially again like a weekend day game or something we'll have the sandwiches for you and we can you know take them to go and hopefully they'll let you take them in so <laughs> yeah
0: they do We'll stuff them in our jacket pockets right now all right well thanks man I really appreciate it and I look forward to uh, seeing your brother you and your brother are here a lot right when when people come in they'll uh, be able to say uh, say hey
3: absolutely we'll, we'll be here and hopefully they, you know we get to meet more and more people from this wonderful neighborhood all right man thank you so much all right yeah. season thanks yeah.
4: Brother bought cooking nerdy, bought it for the sister had another one. She paid it for the lime. She put the lime in the cooking, she drank and pulled up. She put the lime in the cooking, she drank and pulled up. She put the lime in the cooking, she drank.
0: All right, I am here with Rohelia Fonseca. at. La Abeja Restaurant, and that's spelled L-A-A-B-E-J-A, and we're right here on Figueroa Street, which is located 3700 Figueroa in L.A. Good morning, Ray.
5: Hello, good morning. How are you, Jim? Ray, Ray, say, say, say it
0: the correct way for me, please.
5: Rogelio. Rogelio. Fonseca.
0: Bonseca. All right. I, you know, I hate to mess up my friends' names. That's not really cool. So, uh, And, you know, I've been coming here for a while to this restaurant. I told you my, my uh, girlfriend, older of my old girlfriends, took me to this restaurant for the first time. And it is right. Where, tell us where we're located right now.
5: Uh, we're at in Island Park, California. We're at 3700 North Figueroa Street. Our cross street is Avenue 37. We're just uh, maybe about two miles north. Of the Dodger Stadium, so we're kind of close to the vicinity of Los Angeles, uh, Highland Park, Pasadena, Glendale, and surrounding vicinities.
0: This is. I've I've been talking about a few restaurants we've had in this area for the last few weeks. We we have segments on uh, Silver Lake, Highland Park, Glendale, all the time in Hollywood. And this is very, very centrally located. You're like uh, Mount Washington area. is It's kind of like a little enclave Highland Park of L. A. And it's kind of from. If anybody doesn't uh, be familiar with this area, it's a up and coming eclectic kind of an area uh, for the nouveau riche is really what I've heard you know the up and coming kids who are finding a little bit of uh, success in their jobs are being able to find affordable housing in this area and such is bringing a lot of the uh, the income uh, in and the restaurants are uh, doing a lot better I mean we're talking to a lot of really great restaurants out here how's everything going here uh, on your uh, on your place and how long have you owned this place
5: uh, we owned the place here since 1969. My parents started it, and I've taken over and with the help of my uh, son, Junior. We're continuing to feel the, the tradition of maintaining a you know, family business here.
0: My daughter uh, works with me, too, and she was uh, upset she couldn't come because you talked to her on the phone, but it's awesome. How old is your son?
5: Uh, he's 30.
0: Nice, nice. That's really great. And then you took it over from your, your parents, huh?
5: Yes, correct. Well, I really, when we started... I helped them all that time, so I've really, really never really taken over. I was part of it when they uh, acquired the uh, the little uh, market, because it wasn't a restaurant. It was a market, and over the couple of weeks and months we were here, it just transformed into a restaurant, and thanks to the guys that used to work in Barbara Ann, which is across the old railroad tracks. They're the ones that kind of got us started here.
0: What do you mean? I don't understand.
5: Well, this is a, a little grocery store. We had, like, a little deli. So we couldn't go home and eat, so there was, like, a little kitchen in the back room here, so my mom used to cook here, so, so, we, so we can eat here. So by doing that, the guys from Barbara Ann used to be at bakery. We used to come and buy sodas or cigarettes, whatever, and, and they were bring their, you know, their their stuff. And then it would smell when my mom was cooking. And she, they said, ma'am, that smells so good. Well, what do you, you think we can have a little bit here in our bread and make a sandwich? My mom was so lovable We'll say, sure, here guys. In the beginning, yeah. she just give it to them as days went by and weeks the guy said they felt so bad, they said, we want to buy some. And there was another company down the street here. There was a carpentry. They saw these guys buying sandwiches because they used to bring their bread. And they said, well, we sell them stuff to you. So my mom and dad decided, hey, let's give it a go and give it another try, try it at the restaurant. So eventually, over the months and years, we phased out the the the, the, um, the grocery store and transformed it into the restaurant. Great,
0: that's a great story. I love to hear that too. Um, and and you've been in the same location the whole time, obviously, right?
5: Yes, we've been here like this since like uh, since April 1969.
0: Wow, this is your anniversary month? How nice!
5: Uh, starting our 44th year already.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. And like I said, we have a, we've had a lot of featured a lot of people on uh, Travel Bums and uh, Open House. That are in business, you know, towards 50 years, and that's uh, sorry if it's a little loud. We're in the we're right in the heart of it here. Uh, so tell us about the uh, the salsa and some of the homemade food that you have here.
5: Well, basically, uh, my mom's philosophy was always give it flavor, fresh, and give it enough portion. None of this fancy gimmicks around it, and people will come back over and over because they love the seasoning of it.
0: Now, you mentioned you were in a magazine article that was featured mostly back east. In, uh, and we're covered back east, too. I mean, our, this show goes national on Indy 104. Um, and you say you get a lot of business from people coming in just because they heard about it on uh, on the press, right?
5: Yeah, about a year ago, Suburb Magazine came out, Back East Magazine. And eventually, a lot of people took their time out of the vacation to actually come down and, you know, savor the, uh, the specialty. Was World well, Rancheros, that was the... Uh, Highlight of the magazine, but uh, we've been on like on Channel Four, we've been on Channel Five and with them and uh, different uh, magazine articles in the last 20, 30 years.
0: And now you're on Open House.
5: Oh, that sounds like a good uh, idea to be on it now. <laughs> it is,
0: and you know we're. Um, if you want to uh, find uh, uh, Ray or the restaurant or any of our sponsors, you go to the website and go to openhouseradio.info. You can link to uh, everybody's website or their Facebook. You can, uh, now, do you guys do catering ever around the area? Or uh, I, We were talking you know, about Dodgers a minute ago. You're right near Dodgers Stadium. I mean, the Dodgers just got purchased. Everybody's all stoking on the Dodgers right now in L.A., right? That's,
5: that's good. They finally got rid of somebody else. No, but we do some catering. Not essentially uh, all of our food is for catering. When certain things come out, some and both do not come out right. So we, we talk to people, make them taste uh, what they want, and if, they, if it's feasible, we can prepare. If not, I'll say no, because I've had some bad experiences with them both. It does not come out right. So we won't even get to that.
0: Good, good. I, okay, I'm okay with that, because, you know, my, my specialty, I like salsa the best of... Pretty much any food in the world, um, just chips and salsa. I could die happy. Uh, and uh, enchiladas rancheros. Is that what you were mentioning? The dish that you thought was uh, getting asked for all the time from the publicity you got? What was it? Ench- was it the enchiladas?
5: No, it was the boba rancheros. And then we have the green enchiladas, which are made of tomatillo, jalapeno, cilantro. Base my mom made, and then our chilorinos, which are made fresh. We make them twice a week, and the salsa every day and uh what people know the best are our beans cuz our beans are really excellent but we, we ride I mean even grandmas are threatened by our flavor and moms too now yeah,
0: are they uh, black beans refried beans
5: no, the refried pinto beans yeah. yeah yeah
0: those are those are tasty man those are awesome i love them here i've been here and and uh if you want to come by, tell us tell us what the major cross street is here. Again, we're at Figueroa Street, but uh, it's kind of like a little different uh, area. People don't always get up this far. It's a little north of uh, downtown, right?
5: Yeah. Well, like I said, we're about two miles north of Dodge Stadium. We're on Figueroa. It's 965 the area code, and our cross street is Avenue 37. And you can't miss our murals on both sides of the building. They really are nice uh, pre-Hispanic uh, paintings made by uh, one of my friends, his name Leo Limón. He's the artist and, and the designer of the, of the art outside. He's the man that paints all the cats on the five freeway you see on those manifolds. He, they call him the cat man, so he's, he's a master at painting.
0: Wow. Okay, well, we're going to for sure get a picture of that up on the website as well. That's part of what we do is we uh, want to show people all that. People are going to come by just to see the artwork, I think, and grab some great tacos, salsa, and the rest of, uh, rest of the great food. Now, wait, I, I don't want to go off without understanding this because... I said enchiladas rancheros, and you keep saying another word, and I don't know what that word is. And I'm, I'm, Describe what that dish is for us. So, that, say, Go ahead. I want you to tell everybody and describe it and, and spell it out, So, because I, I, it's, it's cool.
5: What dish? What dish? Are you?
0: The one that was featured in the article. I, I thought it was enchilada, and then you said it again, but I didn't exactly get the exact name of it.
5: Okay, there's a huevo rancheros. There are the, uh, yeah, we start out with the uh, tortilla base on the bottom. We kind of fry it for you, and then our eggs can be either over easy or scrambled. And then we garnish it with uh, the rice and beans on the side, cheese on top. And then we put the salsa ranchero, which is a tomato base, uh, and it's uh, sauteed with uh, onions, uh, jalapeños, and tomato juice. And it varies depending on how hot the jalapeños are that week. Sometimes they're really hot and sometimes kind of a mild, but always very consistent, tasty sauce.
0: Sounds incredible. See, that's why I'm glad you wanted, I wanted you to describe it for everybody. Uh, all right, we're going to put a, a review on the website for anything that we uh, have here, and uh, you'll be able to get a picture of that and a picture of the beautiful mural outside. And be sure to stop by La Abeja at 3700 North Figueroa in LA. If you come to Los Angeles, it's definitely worth a stop. If you're heading towards downtown, uh, bring your family here for lunch. And uh, Ray, I want to thank you very much for being on the show with us this morning.
5: I thank you for taking the time. I'm very uh, appreciative you know, that you, you thought about us. And like I said, well, we'll be waiting for anybody to come on down. And we're closed on Tuesdays, that's for sure. Uh, every day we're open from uh, Wednesday through Saturday till 8 o'clock at night. Uh, Sundays we close at 3, and Mondays we close at 2. But so we open at 8 and we're closed on Tuesdays.
0: All right, got to have a vacation day once in a while, right?
5: It does pay to have at least one day of rest for, for sure.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I learned that a long time ago, that working seven days is uh, tough for people, and they should definitely take a day off and spend it with their family and friends and at least chill out a little bit, you know?
5: Yeah, and it, like I said, my mom decided after working a couple of years straight in the kitchen, she said today's the day off. She chose on Tuesday to be closed. She didn't want to get up, and that's why we're closed on Tuesdays, for, because of her.
0: All right. Nice. I love that. All right, well, thanks again. We'll talk to you soon.
5: All right. All right. Thanks, man.
0: All right, welcome back to Open House Radio. We're here right now at a very special place on a very special day after the 420 celebration, and we're at a uh, collective in Highland Park known as the Hummingbird. And for those of you who might have heard my other show with uh, rock star Stephen Perkins called American Rock Exchange, you probably have heard that I am a card-carrying member of... Uh, this collective, along with uh, having a recommendation to have the ability to purchase marijuana, medical marijuana. And we're here right now with Gene and Yuri and Chloe, too. But there's, uh, there's also people walking in the door as we're sitting here. Um, good morning, uh, Yuri. Good morning. Good morning, Gene.
6: Hey, how are you? Welcome to Hummingbird Collective. I'm happy 420, everybody. Thank you. And this is Chloe. Hey, Chloe. Got to talk loud
0: so we all hear you, and uh, we got people coming in here. Now 4:20 is a special day uh, because hey, everybody knows if you uh, have used or been around the community that uses marijuana that it's a it's a great day for uh, coming to a collective, especially right. Tell us tell us a little about this place. It's also an art gallery, I should add. Uh,
6: so tell us a little about this uh, place that we're sitting. Well, we originally was built as an art gallery and a medical dispensary. We dispense uh, medicine for qualified patients, however, art is for everybody. We do events. We're part of North Easterly artwork every second Saturday of the month. We have uh, an artwork event where we open for public. Everybody's welcome to come by and check out fine arts. However, the rest of the time will be open for... Uh, medical patients to stop by and obtain their meds. If they have the qualifying paperwork, they could come in and see if we can help them out, find whatever there is they medicate for. That's that's, uh,
0: cool. I like art walks. There's there's a lot of art walks around town that, uh, you know, we always talk on the show about the the best areas of town. And right now, uh, tell us, we're sitting in Highland Park, which is near Eagle Rock, Glendale. It's down on York Boulevard, if you're familiar with uh, we've been talking a lot about Highland Park earlier. We talked to somebody from uh, also. We were in Highland Park, and we were uh, in other shows. We we're in Silver Lake, Glendale. So we're focusing on the uh, the San Gabriel Valley area. But this is kind of like on a really cool stretch of street right here on York Boulevard. Uh, Yuri, tell us. Uh, tell us. You were just telling me something about uh, this, this the strip of street, and and then uh, you were featured in an article. There's there's all kinds of uh, we always talking about this kind of stuff.
4: Well, yes, Howard, uh, as you mentioned uh, recently, we've been mentioned uh, in the Los Angeles Times article about uh, how Highland Park is a um, changing area, if I may. Um, There's a lot of galleries on our block. It's between uh, Avenue 50 and Avenue 51. Um, We have a couple of nice bars, a bunch of restaurants. Well, the vibe here is different, uh, uh, as you may have noticed. Yeah, I, I actually
0: uh, talk a lot about the fact that I, I come from Glendale, I've lived in Glendale before, and um, this strip of uh, not only is it a great thoroughfare to get past the, uh, the mountain right in the middle there by Dodger Stadium and get downtown and all kinds of other crazy good places without the traffic, but it's uh, just a really, really cool strip with all those uh, shops you mentioned. Now, the article also, the one you were just talking about, focused on real estate, and I, I also was just mentioning with one of our other sponsors there that the real estate in this area has kind of gone, uh, it's like a more affordable place that people can buy real estate around L.A., Uh, that's still kind of nice and, and like you said, has a lot of cool shops and things like that?
4: Well, the places around here have a lot of history. It's not only that they're very affordable right now, but you get uh, houses, you know, that uh, are unique, very unique and all different. uh, uh, Every street uh, is is special here. That's the sense that you get when you drive throughout this neighborhood. And uh, recently... um, a couple of new uh, restaurants have opened up, and that's kind of a sign, you know, of a growing neighborhood. We have a new French restaurant opened down the street. Uh, I don't even know the name of it. There's a HPK, it's a Highland Park Cafe, a great place a couple of blocks down from here. And, uh, you know, it, this place is changing right in front of our eyes.
0: That's great, man. That's, uh, that's what we like to know. And so if you're coming through L.A., um, now – You know, let's, uh, 420, I I like 420 personally myself. Now, I always thought the name 420, I've heard so many different uh, definitions of where that came from. But when I was a kid, which was a long time ago, we used to uh, say that, do you have the time, was the expression. We would seriously, in high school, someone would come up to you and say, do you have the time? And you would say, 420. And, of course, that meant, you know time to go right and uh, that was after school was over you know hopefully after tennis practice I never participated before tennis practice or anything like that so I was good but in the meantime, um, we're focus on the art for a moment, Cohen. Okay, here we go. Now, let's talk about the, uh, the, the, collective here. And where, uh, first of all, tell us the address, uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, Gene, and where we are again so that everybody can kind of, if you're coming through town, you gotta stop over here. Seriously. It's pretty, it's a pretty cool place. I got a bunch of couches, beanbag chairs everywhere, lots of art on the high ceilings and lighting. It's very nice. So where are we? Uh,
6: 50318. York Boulevard, California, 90042. You could probably Google us. Google the phone number, 323-257-6337, and uh, get the mapping on Google. Very easy to find us.
0: Now, now uh, everybody here is so nice as well. I mean, the volunteers and the people that are uh, members, you know, come in. Everybody's a volunteer and does their their part. And if you know how the uh, situation works here in California, you might be listening to this. Uh, I think, I don't know, how many. do you have any idea how many states are legal? Because we're, we're carried all over the world on this station.
4: 18 states uh, currently have uh, some kind of a legal med- marijuana medicinal program going on. And I believe there's a couple that have uh, something similar on the ballots as of right now.
6: Okay, good. So we were one of the first, as always. And... Uh, yeah, we the pioneers. We got the best of the world. We got the first chance to help cancer patients and other needy people who try not to use over-the-counter meds but medicate uh, traditionally and with other holistic ways trying to fight cancer and other diseases. So we're trying to be there for them to the best our, of our abilities and trying to bring affordable meds. So, you know, the donation is not so high.
0: Yeah, uh, marijuana is very good for a lot of things, and I'm a strong believer in that. And a lot of people I know are as well. I'll just put it that that way. And it helps you uh, do many uh, things. It helps helps me actually uh, relieve stress and sleep better. And I think a lot of people find it relaxing. And I don't know of anybody that's ever, uh, first of all, overdosed on it. Uh, you just basically would fall asleep, in my opinion, if that's the end of, uh, what you do. <laughs> or laugh yourself to death, maybe. That's the, that's, that's about it. So, um, anyway, if you have any, uh, thoughts on that, we always welcome, uh, your comments. My website is openhouseradio.info. Do you guys have a website also?
6: Uh, yeah, we're on we Maps, we're on Facebook, uh, Hummingbird OG, the Hummingbird Collective. If you just Google Hummingbird Collective, you'll find us on the Internet. We're, we're there. And i got to say, it's the
0: coolest place around. I mean, I've been coming here for years. The prices are great. The the medication is very high quality. and the, the art is amazing. Now, what's, what's uh, Yuri, tell us, the, what's the name of, the, who, who knows the name of the artist, Yuri? Uh, hold on a sec, go ahead. What's the artist's uh, situation here?
4: Well, um, main artist that we have right now, his name is uh, Michael Christie. Uh, his website is mikechristyart.com. It's Mike theart.com. He's also on Facebook by the same name. And uh, He's a local artist. He's been doing that for I don't know about 20 years, uh, master's in painting. and um, he's as well um, a second grade teacher. He teaches uh, in a local elementary. This
0: guy, well, excuse me a second, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but th- this guy right here, he's a second grade teacher. Okay, I don't know. I I don't know. I I don't know if I'd want him teaching my kids. No, he's got a great art going on, but um, I don't know, boy. Whew, it's kind of strange. I'm looking at the, uh, it's wild one right there. That's, uh, yeah. Okay, I was looking at that the other day when I was over here, and I was going, woo, that one's kind of over the top, but it's very pretty. I mean, it's nice art. And you have some other artists here
4: too, right? Uh, we have as well. As, um, right now. A couple of his friends, um, Jason and John, uh, two of Mike's friends, and they have a couple of, uh, of their pieces uh, showcasing right now with us. Nice. Um, Thanks. It's really it's unique pieces, to say the least. It's very hard to explain the pieces over the radio, but uh, you, should, you should stop by and check them out by yourself. Uh, as Gene said, every second Saturday of each month, the uh, North East LA Art Walk, and we're part of it. Uh, you can find the, them on NellaArt.org.
0: Very nice. Yeah, you, you give a lot of good information there, Yuri. I appreciate that. Seriously, you're, 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 the, you're the kind of guy that is so quiet in the beginning and then have all the great information, and I really do appreciate that. Well said, and give all that good stuff. So thanks. I really appreciate you being on the show here with us, too.
4: Thank you. I'm very flattered.
0: And this is a really cool place. This is very sincere. We got a couple other people sitting around here. We got Cameron over there. Everybody's wearing their I Love Hummingbird shirts for the uh, 420 celebration. Come on down. They're giving you the shirts away if you have to. I, oh, I'm sorry. I Love Highland Park, and it's got the hummingbird over the heart. It looks very nice. And uh, you know, you guys can check them out. And uh, I guess they're giving away T-shirts till the T-shirts run out, right, Gene?
6: Correct, correct. We got the T-shirts with the hummingbird. I love Highland Park, looking great. Those will feed a lot of people and put smiles on a lot of people's faces.
0: All right, I'm going to be wearing mine, so I'll throw a picture up on the website of me wearing mine too. So
6: definitely do that. We like to see that. Thank you.
0: Yes, I don't know who likes to see it. I, I think I'm honestly I appreciate that, but I'm probably the only one that really likes to see it. In my, I don't know. I, I don't know if really anybody really likes to see it but me. But I will.
4: <laughs> it'll be up there they get to
0: see my ugly mug on the radio alright well thanks a lot
4: guys I appreciate it it's was, it was a pleasure thank you thank you very much All
6: right. thanks Gene thank you we'll see you soon thanks
0: Good morning, and welcome back to Open House Radio, and we are here at one of my, probably my oldest favorite Los Angeles Mexican restaurant, El Nepal, and it's right on the corner of Motor and National, where, right where Motor takes the turn to turn into National Boulevard in West L.A., and it's, uh, it's really quite an amazing thing that this restaurant has survived and been uh, flourishing in this location. It's the home of the Pregnant Burrito, as it's known. It's been in this uh, location for 38 years, is it, uh, Conrad?
7: That's right, 38 years since 1974.
0: Now, that's older than uh, most of the people that eat here, and uh, I, I'm I'm here talking to Conrad Butler, the owner, and uh, Conrad took over this place about, what, four or five years ago?
7: That'd be correct, about five years ago, yeah.
0: And um, he, he kept the place mostly as far as the food uh, and the salsa and the, he tells me, the number 26 burrito, which I'm about to partake in in a minute here, uh, which is their chicken burrito that I love so much and been ordering for a long time, uh, mostly the same. But then he's, you know, redecorated this place, made it, like, really uh, cool and relaxed looking. I like all the tile work he got around here. And it's always been, of course, I'm sitting in one of my favorite spots been sitting in this booth for, I will figure out, I just figured out, I mean, that uh, I've been coming to this restaurant for about 28 years, uh, Conrad, if you can believe that.
7: I believe it. I believe it. Absolutely. I look like it. (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Thanks. Thanks a lot for that. Well, you know, um, one of the funny stories I'll just mention real quick before we talk about the food is uh, I was in here once uh, with... Um, by myself, and my best friend, Keith, was in here also, sitting at another booth, and we didn't know that we were both here, and Hortensia, the waitress, who has been working here for, as you told me, like 38 years, has known us growing up since college, and she was very, very distressed, um, because when I got up to leave... I went and I saw Keith sitting there, and I went, oh, Keith. I go, hey, what's up? You know, and we started talking, and she was so relieved. She came over to us, and she thought that we had been in a fight because she had seen us both in the restaurant sitting here eating separately and had no clue that we didn't know that the other one was there and thought we were just, like, not talking to each other, which was really hilarious. So uh, anyway, so, that's, so she still works here, huh?
7: She does, yeah, 38 years, uh, if you can believe that. Just amazing.
0: That is amazing. And you know what? I can actually believe it because a lot of the restaurants and a lot of the places that we come to, that's one of the key factors is that the places are so cool and the, and the waitresses and the servers and everybody that worked at these places for years and years and years, it's just a great, great place to work. And the food is fantastic. Tell us, tell us a couple of the uh, specialties, uh, things that you uh, want to promote about the restaurant that people would want to come to here for.
7: Well, there's, uh, there's a lot of things that I could say. I mean, uh, I'm not being biased, but uh, everything on the menu is, is cooked here in-house. Everything's fresh. Uh, we just really put a lot of love in what we do. Uh, but to start off, obviously our burritos, that's what we're known for. Uh, but we do many other things, uh, desserts, tacos, uh, fresh fish of the day, We hand-make our chili rellenos, which take about uh, 45 minutes just to make a batch of uh, fresh chili rellenos. All our tostadas are made fresh. You really can't go wrong with anything on the menu. And it's all made in-house for the last 38 years. No lard. Uh, Everything's fresh. fresh.
0: Yeah, I can vouch for that. And and just saying that the the freshness of the food, the chicken, like when, when you order the chicken burrito, it's seriously like some big nice chunks of really delicious meaty white meat chicken and uh, the salsa you know I mean I'm a salsa fanatic and the salsa here is really the hottest best salsa I, I like it because it's hot I mean and, and then I'll take people here a lot of times and sometimes it comes out a little hotter than other days uh, I'll take them here and then and they'll like start drinking tons of water because I forget that I like it so spicy but but it's a little spicy for some people but it's really damn good
7: well, I think you you said it right there. I mean, that's uh, that's typically, in my experience, being a Mexican food is uh, we like spice, and so we embrace that very much. So, and and uh, that's that's what we're kind of known for our spicy salsa and our burritos, and just really a uh, uh, a community place that that everyone kind of knows everyone, and you come in, and it's uh, a local place that's been established here for. Uh, 38 years in West uh, Los Angeles, and, you know, we embrace that. What's the exact address here so
0: people can find it on their uh, GPS?
7: It's uh, 10426 National Boulevard, and that's in Los Angeles, California, 90034.
0: Now, that's uh, right at the corner of National. As you head down Motor Avenue off Overland, you come off the freeway right there. It's like a 10-second drive from the uh, 10 and the 405, right at the intersection of the 10 and the 405 freeway.
7: That's it. You got it. And if there's any other questions, it's uh, pregnantburrito.com, and uh, we'll map you right to our location and make sure you get here.
0: What's the pregnant burrito having it? Because I I don't think I've ever actually ordered that. I ordered the number 26 down the line for 30 years, man. I'm not kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I've been coming to this place 28 years, and I don't know that I've had anything other than a quesadilla or a a, uh, number 26 burrito here.
7: Well, that's a, that's a popular question. Everyone wants to know what, what it is. But uh, basically, to, to kind of sum it up, it's a uh, chicken burrito with avocado and onion, and uh, we put our enchilada sauce and cheese over the top, and we bake it in the oven. So it's kind of like a, uh, if you could imagine this, a, a chicken enchilada hybrid burrito form. Um, you know, huge as far as a burrito goes, but it's kind of all along the guidelines of a uh, enchilada with avocado in it.
0: Nice. And, you know, that's a good thing, too, is the avocado chunks you guys put in the burritos are really good. I've always enjoyed that so much. I'm t- this place just rocks. So if, you, uh, if you're in West L.A., you're coming down the 405, uh, you know, there's a few good places to stop, and uh, this is absolutely one of them. You have to make it's. It's not. Uh, it's not really fast food. I wouldn't say, even though it's. Uh, it's quick, and it's. It's a really small, nice, eclectic place. But it's not like uh, you know, on the line of say, like a Tito's Tacos or something like that, where you come in and just. You know, order at the window and sit down. It's an actual nice sit-down restaurant, but the food is not expensive. It's very good and uh, definitely worth a quick trip off the freeway if you're heading down this direction. Um, you can link up to uh, El Nepal. And, I, by the way, I love the way they answered the phone all the years. was, uh, hello, Nepal. Hello, Nepal. That was my favorite. I just called just to hear him say that, and I'd hang up. Um, so check it out. It's El Nepal, E-L-N-O-P-A-L. It's right on Motor and National in West L.A. Say hi to Conrad, the owner, when you come in if uh, you happen to see him in here. And you can link up to, of course, uh, El Nepal's website and all the other websites and the links on our webpage, openhouseradio.info, or through the station here at Indy 104. This is Howard Cohen signing off for Open House Radio. I want to thank you, Conrad, for being on the show uh, this morning with us.
7: Thank you very much, and I look forward to uh, all your listeners coming and see us, and we'll take care of them.
0: Nice. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Well, that's the show today, and I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, be sure to check in all the uh, sponsors on our website at openhouseradio.info. You can link to any of their websites, check out their menus, and be sure to go to their places and tell them we sent you because the food is awesome. Um, My thanks to Vic. Leo, Conrad, Rahelio, Jean and Yuri, and Cesar for being on the show today. And we'll catch you next week right here on Open House.
4: Last night I had a crazy dream about a chick in a black bikini.
6: Mm. Oh, she looked so good she couldn't be real.